Hey, Marvel fans, this is Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M. On May 18th, the Marvel family lost comic book creator and colorist Justin Ponsor. I asked one of Justin's friends and frequent collaborators, editor Nick Lowe, to come in and, and share some memories and thoughts about Justin. We're also going to be celebrating Justin's life and career on Marvel.com. He was loved and he will be missed. Uh, here's Nick and I talking about Justin Ponsor. Uh, Justin Ponzer, uh legendary colorist, uh, Marvel exclusive for, God, I think the last 15 years. Yeah, at, at least, right? Uh, passed away this past weekend. Um, it hit us really hard. He'd been sick for some time and uh, been fighting cancer. Um and we found out on Monday, late Monday, that he passed away. And it hit us all like a ton of bricks up here. Um, again, I've, I've been working with Justin for about 15 years, maybe 14, something yeah, like that. Yeah, during the Ultimate Comics time. Oh, yeah, from, from, from the time of the Ultimate Office. Uh, and then on X-Men stuff for years and years. And then on Spidey stuff for a few years as well. Uh, all kinds of stuff. I was on Twitter the other day. I, I The day after we found out, I spent almost, I meant to spend about 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes going through and like picking out my favorite stuff that Justin colored for me. And it literally took me three hours <laughs> to go through my old files and to, because uh, we, he, his body of work was so huge up here from, I you know I think one of the first things he colored for for Marvel up here was Phoenix End Song, yeah. uh, that he and Greg Land first came to from Cross Gen. I just read that again this past yep. week and it is gorgeous. It's an amazing book and uh, the texture that he brings to that book on the coloring yep. is phenomenal. Well, he he was again that and I hope I don't upset other colors. I don't think I will because I'm sure they'd agree he was the best in the business. Uh, there's no one who understood light better, who understood color theory, who understood setting a scene, who understood setting tones for you know each separate scene in a book, for separating geographic space in, in one room, for setting character mood and all these things. He could color any style uh, that you threw at him, whether it was super realistic or completely, you know, repre- like, you know completely cartoony. Uh, he could color anything and anyone, and he made it look not again not realistic, but real and solid. And uh, he always did his best, and he was and it worked because he was he he was the best in the business. Uh, and going through his body of work was incredible. I mean, and uh, hearing stories now too, because I mean, he goes back to Wildstorm, yeah. Studios, Coloring Days, uh, our own John Nee was talking about, uh, who is now our publisher here, who used to work at Wildstorm, uh, talks about how Justin was working at a Toys R Us. And John helped, rec- like, helped kind of recruited him because he liked him because he went to toy- this Toys R Us for some wet works action figures <laughs> that, that to check on how they were doing. Sure. And John has a funny story that I won't steal from him because it's really funny. Uh, but that's where he met Justin, and I think that's partially how he got into the whole Wildstorm family. But he colored Wildstorm with all kinds of incredible people. Uh, from there, he went to CrossGen, uh, and you know, and it was when CrossGen went under that we 
basically swooped in and basically hired their whole staff, yeah. their whole artistic <laughs> staff and writers. Um, and it, it, Justin was in the class that came over from there. It was Justin. It was Laura Martin, Maury Hollowell, Frank Diarmada. Then <laughs> uh, that's just skimming the surface. Sure. Christina Strain was down at Crossgen for a while. Um, there, there's more, uh, that's just colorists of like the highest, but those are just the colorists. Yep. It's amazing. And while here, he colored a lot of Greg Land. He colored a lot of, uh, Jim Chung from Young Avengers through, uh, through Avengers Illuminati, uh, through pretty much everything that Jimmy did here with very rare exceptions, uh, Justin colored. Uh, he colored a lot of Olivia Coipel's especially in the last five or six years' work. Um, he colored a lot of Terry Dodson, um, Adam Kubert, uh, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Eminen, he colored him on Ultimate Spider-Man uh, and some of his Avengers run. Um, and so it's it's so hard to talk about just this because like the, the other hard part of this is that he's also an amazing guy. Yeah. And he... You'd get on the phone with him and, and you'd expect for it to be like, you know, you're in the middle of a crazy day. You'd end up being on the phone with him for like 45 minutes or an hour just talking about nonsense. He was a giant nerd. And I mean that as a fellow nerd. Uh, he was huge into Muppets. Uh, he was huge into Star Wars and Indiana Jones and, and comics, of course. Uh, but he was the sweetest guy. He he was enormous. He was like six, three or six, four at least. <laughs> Uh, tall guy. He had super long hair for much much of his career here. Uh, every time he, he'd often come to New York Comic Con and we get to hang out. Um, but when you needed a book to look perfect, you'd always or almost always go to Justin first, and you knew what you'd be getting. He called Dave Marquez a lot. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who was also with us for more than fifteen years, uh, he really took to Justin. And it would ask for Justin uh, you know, along with his artists on nearly every project he'd get. And, uh, and it would always like, you know, if we ever had to, if, if Justin ever chose a different project than one of those that he ended up on, like, Brian would be like, are you sure we can't get him? Well, let me call him. And be like, Brian, <laughs> he knows and he doesn't want to leave, but he's this, there's this other project that needs him more. And, uh, a man right. of loyalty, but responsibility. Yeah. And, yep. yeah. and he, he would always work you down to the last possible second and then past it quite often. <laughs> and you'd be pulling your hair out. But the when he turned in the work, you f- immediately forgot what kind of deadline trouble you were in. And he always did it in the kindest, nicest way possible. He hated losing pages, not because of money or because of anything he wanted the book to be the best it could be uh he always wanted the book to be perfect and he worked his heart out on so many of of these issues uh hearing you should go to christina strain's twitter she just shared an amazing story about how he was incredibly important to her becoming a colorist before becoming a writer um you talk to all these people uh and you know, and I, and I feel fortunate to have known him and to call him a friend, um, and to have worked with him so much over the years. I, you know, so many of my favorite books here he colored. Like he colored some of my favorite parts of Wolverine and the X Men, all the Nick, like the early Nick Bradshaw yeah. stuff he colored, and then Lauren Martin came in and colored some some of that too. But um, 
so much and everyone wanted Justin to color them because he was the best and, and you, you're talking so nice. a lot of the um, I don't mean to interrupt no, but a lot of the artists you're talking about are so detailed so skilled but like the the amount of uh, like minute things that are needed to properly uh, color those pages from an Olivier or a Nick Bradshaw or, or a Terry Dodd like all those Sarah Pichelli as yeah, well Sarah I mean, Pichelli, yeah like, of course he worked with Sarah from a very from very early in her career here on Ultimate Spider-Man as well. And he, he the two of them kind of like be, defined each other in a lot of ways too. But you, what you're talking about the, these artists and the details. And, and I mean, he was so meticulous. But the other thing, Justin was a mind reader and he'd either read the artist's mind on what they were doing just because he was that good of an artist himself of where like he knew what the tiniest line meant and what their intention was. But then he would also bring so much to the art that wasn't there. Uh, some of the things I posted, uh, you, there's a Sarah Pichelli cover with uh, Miles Morales and the black cat, and she's kind of pushing him off a roof. And the art, the inks are beautiful. Sarah Pichelli, uh pencils and inks, and the inks are beautiful. And then you look at the colors and the things that he added, this cast light that was not in the line work, these... The, these color choices that he made to add depth, the way that he would do – I mean the way he would, he would add depth to a scene was incredible. He would you know, knock out some of the background lines like a lot of people do. But he then he would add some more texture there of like uh, – of a mist or a diffraction or like uh, – or, or refraction rather of, of light. Uh, he, all this stuff. And I mean I knew because he studied painters and he studied cinematographers – uh, I remember talking to him about like one of his favorite artists in comics was Daniel Acuna mm. who p- paints his own stuff. He's like yeah. – he was saying I'd love to color Daniel Acuna <laughs> but I would be so intimidated because he does such beautiful work. But he loved that painterly approach to it. Um, you know, we'd talk about fine art. We'd talk about you know, Caravaggio and Rembrandt and the different things like that. But he, he was always studying and you could tell you know, he was looking at cinematography. And I mean he, he was so careful about things like skin tones and the way that light works with skin tones and and he was so meticulous about everything and in such a subtle way uh, and it's it's just crushing. Yeah, it's it's a of course it's a loss to the industry from for we won't have his work yeah. anymore but um, you know, I've just watched my friends here. I didn't know Justin very well, but yeah. you and I know Ricky and Jen Grunwald and yeah. uh, people I CB love and, and yep. CB. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know everybody's um, emotionally fraught over and, this. And our heart goes out to his family, uh, his wife and his family and uh, all they're going through. They've all been fighting with him uh, against cancer for kind of like two years, but especially in the last four or five months, it's gotten really intense. And uh, it was the kind of thing that, I mean, just so you know how dedicated Justin was, we would try to ease up on him and say, like, Justin, you know, you don't, we know what you're going through. Uh, you don't have to do this. And he, and Sonny's like, no, but I want to. And I want to, like, I, if I don't, ha- like, if I don't have something to do, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. And there are some times where he would, I mean, like he posted a picture of him working from his hospital bed. And we, I remember like, you know, talking, like, Justin, you don't have to do this. <laughs> we'll get someone, like, you know, we, we'll delay it or we'll get someone else to, to come in and help out. But he, he wanted to do it. And he loved the work so much. He loved it so much. 
uh, he was so proud of Miles Morales, uh, so proud of his run on Ultimate Spider-Man. I, I think he was, you know, between the still Peter Parker stuff on Ultimate Spider-Man and then Miles, I think he'd done over 100 issues uh, by that point. But he, he he believed in trying to do runs of books as much as humanly possible. But he also was devoted to the artists who were devoted to him. And it shows why, because no one could do it like him. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we mourn the loss of yeah. Justin Ponce. And we're so grateful for the work and for the years and for the friendship and that we, that I got to work with him for as long as I did. And that got to, uh, help him in whatever little way I could get his vision out there, but that we could give him the room and the space to just do the most incredible work. And I just feel grateful to have known him. I feel grateful to have worked with him. Uh, and I, and it's just, uh, I, I don't know. It's so hard to know how to move, like how to deal with this sort of thing, but all we can try to do is remember his spirit and his joy of life and try to live up to his standards and take whatever lessons we can from his joie de vivre, his verve, and his genius. Well said. Thanks, Nick. Thank you, Ryan.